You're listening to the Straight Up Saints Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome back inside an emergency edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast. And I'm just going to be very blunt with you before we get things rolling. And here's all I have to say in terms of my little blunt message. Sometimes I really fucking hate this team. Sometimes I really, really, really can't fucking stand this team. This happens to be one of those times. So let's get into all the drama and the madness involving the New Orleans Saints because we can't go a full 24 hours without having something pop on your phone. I'm literally traumatized to... So here's the full story for me, folks. I was working from 9 a.m. to midnight or around when the Ohio State game finished for work. And by the time all the games finished, I go to bed. I literally was dreading waking up in the morning because I knew something stupid was going to happen and something stupid did happen. So let's recap everything that really happened. So Alvin Kamara test positive for COVID. Obviously, the timing of it is it's got awful. There's nothing good about that timing. You had 17 weeks for something crazy to happen to the Saints. And of course, with their luck, week 17, they get slapped right in the face with it. So Kamara test positive. A couple of days before Kamara test positive, C.J. Gardner-Johnson was placed on the COVID list, and I told you guys there's a delicate balance between understanding that things happen and they're human and they make mistakes, and on the other hand, knowing when to do certain things and when not to do certain things, and the fact that the Saints have not said whether or not C.J. Gardner-Johnson tested positive or not, frankly, I think that means he's a close contact, and I don't think he tested positive, Um, but we'll see. Uh, we'll, We'll find out, because on Monday or Tuesday, he could get activated if he was not Uh, a positive test and it was close contact. So we'll find that out. So Kamara tests positive. He's out for week 17, but even worse, Kamara is going to miss next weekend's playoff game for the saints. Assuming they still have to play on wildcard weekend and don't get the buy, which I think is the likelihood. He will miss the game if they play on Saturday, but can play with, won't have any practice throughout the week, but can play if the wildcard games on Sunday. So let me tell you where this is heading. The saints are going to have a, fucking one o'clock Saturday game because if Roger Goodell can get the chance to fuck the Saints in the ass he's going to take it and that's what the Saints gave them a chance for him to do that and it's I'm sorry for the language but that's what it is so and at the same time I don't even want to blame Goodell the Saints put themselves in this stupid situation and the fact that I have to say I don't want to blame Goodell is nuts because I hate that guy the guy absolutely sucks but the Saints put themselves in that situation so you can be missing Kamara who we saw last week when he's on He's the Saints offense. Like, he is that good. 155 rushing yards, six touchdowns. But then you see pictures of him at the club with, like, six different women. I, look, I don't know if that's where he got sick because COVID's a mystery, honestly. Um, I, I know, and the reason I say that is I had, for, you know, a little story here, I had my cousin's uh, significant other get COVID. They sleep in the same room. They're spending time with each other. She gets tested multiple times, never tested positive. She didn't have it. And you got tested like five different times, never came up positive. Then they ended up obviously separating once he was positive for the time being. You don't know how this gets it, and the way it transmits sometimes is unpredictable. So comparing being at a potential club in a picture doesn't mean that's where he got it. It's just obviously not a good look. But, man, it's frustrating. And then if that wasn't enough, like if you weren't already pissed off about this whole situation, you get a breaking news report from Jay Glazer today that Latavius Murray, you're starting running back with Kamara out, Mike Burden, your starting fullback, who's been one of the most underrated pieces on the Saints offense, such a great blocker, Um, and now they're giving him touches too, so Mike Burden's obviously getting comfortable in the offense. Mike Burden, Latavius Murray, and Dwayne Washington, one of your better special teams players, all of them are out. All of them are out for Sunday's game against the Panthers because they're close contacts to Alvin Kamara. So this is basically 
a Saints team without running backs for Week 17. And now it's Tony Jones Jr., the undrafted rookie who's been on the practice squad, and Ty Montgomery, who I'm over the selling Ty Montgomery hype. I still think he's a good, is solid player, and maybe this is the week for him to show it. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys Ty Montgomery's great because we haven't seen him do anything yet. So I, I don't want to do that to you guys. So the Saints have that. And then they have maybe Taysom Hill if they want to throw Taysom Hill at running back. But that's kind of risky because what if he gets hurt and you have the playoffs next weekend? So the Saints are in a ridiculously stupid and annoying situation. They put themselves in it, obviously. And I don't want to completely blame them because, again, this is a weird year. And this, honestly, if you want to blame anyone, you kind of blame the NFL because the playoffs are just around the corner. And the NFL, not once did they say, oh, let's have a bubble. No, the NFL said, yeah, let them do what we're doing. Where the finish line's almost here. But now you run the risk of teams not having their best players for playoff games. And, and again, you want to blame the player? Go ahead. That's fine. At some level, the players need to be more responsible. Um, but Kamara missing a playoff game is huge. That's one of the best players in the league. You know, the, the league was profiting off Kamara's sixth touchdown game on Christmas Day, and now you might not have him for a playoff game. And it, it, it you know, brings up the question, is the NFL going to pick favorites as playoffs? Because here's my hypothetical, and obviously this is not something I want to happen, so anyone who wants this to happen, no offense, you're kind of sick in the head, but here's the hypothetical scenario. Aaron Rodgers gets COVID. You're telling me the Packers aren't going to postpone that game until Aaron Rodgers can play? I find that really, really hard to believe. I find that really hard to believe. And now you run the line of who is worth postponing games for. So Aaron Rodgers would probably be worth postponing a game for. Kamara clearly isn't because the Saints are playing next weekend, whether you like it or not. So where is it? For example, I love Lamar Jackson. The NFL kept pushing back games to make sure that Lamar Jackson could not miss more than one game. He came back for that Cowboys game. That Cowboys game, they would have sucked it on a Wednesday at, at, at 8 in the morning if they had to to make sure that he would play. So it, it's just really interesting. It's really frustrating too. Um, now, before, because this is going to be a short podcast, obviously this is more of a rant than anything else, and obviously you guys are, I, I had a couple of you guys DM me already when you put in the emergency pot up, and at, at first I told myself I wasn't going to do one. I don't want to give these guys their time, you know, the time of day and give them any attention, but fuck it, here I am, and we're talking about it, and the timing's brutal, there's no sugarcoating it, the thing that cracks me up are the people, the, the optimistic Saints Twitter is probably the worst, because they're like, oh, you're, you're, you know, you're complaining, and you're bitching and moaning, and the Saints will be fine, it, it's okay to be frustrated with the team that this happened, like, it's okay to be frustrated, now, you need to know when to not cross the line, for example, people were digging for shit on Marshawn Lattimore yesterday that was not there. The dude did not go out partying. Don't worry. He is fine. But man, like, it's okay to be frustrated. And this idea that the Saints offense will be okay without Alvin Kamara is laughable because it'd be okay without Alvin Kamara if you knew that number 13 would be out there week in, week out, and at 100%. But Michael Thomas isn't healthy, guys. So last year... It was okay when the Saints didn't have Kamara because Michael Thomas was healthy and Michael Thomas was just killing cornerbacks left and right. Michael Thomas isn't on the field right now. So if Alvin Kamara is not on the field and Michael Thomas is not on the field, it's Emmanuel Sanders, it's Marquez Callaway, it's Jared Cook. I, I'm done even judging Jared Cook because I don't even know what the hell. He's a mixed bag. Uh, you, you don't know what you're going to get from him. You got Taysom Hill, you got Adam Troutman, you got a bunch of like meh weapons, like C-plus weapons. So your top dog's out. And now Kamara's out. And yes, I still think Michael Thomas, when healthy, is the top dog between the two. Like, that's just how I feel. You guys know he's, he's my favorite player on the team. So 
that is a problem. You cannot sell me bullshit that the Saints are going to be fine without Kamara when I don't know how Michael Thomas is going to look. Now, if you can tell me Michael Thomas is going to come back and he's going to look like number 13 and he's going to play great, yeah, the Saints can get through Wild Card Weekend without Alvin Kamara, absolutely, because Alvin Kamara should not dictate whether you beat a bad Bears team or a mediocre Cardinals team or a banged-up Rams team. He shouldn't, but you know how this Saints team is. This Saints team makes things incredibly hard on themselves incredibly hard. Last year's Vikings game, they should have won. They didn't. Incredibly hard. The Eagles, you need Nick Foles to throw a pick at the end of the game. The Vikings, we all know how that one goes. Like, the Saints make it incredibly hard on themselves for no reason. I guess they just love the pressure. I don't know what it is, but but that's how, that's how it goes. Now, the one team I will say, because you guys are probably interested in this, the one team I think that the Saints need Kamara for on Wild Card Weekend is the Rams, because... The Rams have something that the other two teams don't have. And that's why, if you're a Saints fan, you really hope they don't see the Rams in the first round. The Rams can throw Aaron Donald at your interior offensive line. That's an issue. And then the Rams can put Ramsey on Michael Thomas and wipe him out of the game. That's an issue. The Cardinals can't do that. They cannot do that. And we know for a fact that the Bears can't do that. And better yet, the Bears and the Cardinals, interestingly enough, both lost to the Saints last year when the Saints didn't have Alvin Kamara. Latavius Murray was a starting running back for both those games, and the Saints won both convincingly. Mind you, Breeze didn't even play in the first one against the Bears. He played in the Cardinals game. He came back from the thumb injury. Now you're going to say that's last year. Okay, fine. This year, Saints-Bears, the Saints had Kamara, but didn't have Michael Thomas for or Emmanuel Sanders. So now you get those back, or Marcus Cal- uh, Marquez Callaway, excuse me. So you get back those three receivers, you would lose Kamara, it's almost like a fair trade-off, I'd say. Almost. But that's important. So I think the Saints can beat the Bears and the Cardinals without Alvin Kamara. I think the Rams, they would need him. And unfortunately, guys, if I had to make my prediction today, I think that's who the Saints are playing in the first round. I think they're playing the Rams. God knows how that one's going to go. We're all going to be stressed out of our mind. And and mind you, what better way at the NFL to be a bunch of assholes than stick the Saints against the Rams on Saturday? And then if you want to double up, put the Bucks on Sunday because then the Bucks could get Devin White back. Meanwhile, the Saints would not be able to get Alvin Kamara back because you stuck him on Saturday. Like, that would be the perfect way for the NFL to just finally solidify what we already know, that they hate the Saints. And even if they don't do that, I'm not going to give them a pass. Like, people are like, oh, take down the Roger Goodell tweets. No, fuck him. I'm not taking down the Roger Goodell tweets. So this is a ridiculously frustrating situation. If I'm going to give you a couple positives, I guess here's one. If Latavius Murray is a close contact, does not test positive, and he's good to go next weekend, I could see him not playing this week as a blessing in disguise, and here's why. Latavius Murray was on the injury report this week week with a quad injury. He's going to be the, I guess you want to say workhorse, bell cow, whatever term you want to use, for the playoff game, assuming Kamara cannot play. Could you imagine if Latavius Murray gets injured in a Week 17 game against the Carolina Panthers and then can't play in the playoffs? So, in a weird way, if he is okay and he doesn't test positive, then maybe that could be a blessing in disguise for Latavius. That's one positive. Two, the Saints are going to have to make a decision at some point in this Panthers game, and maybe this helps them out. They got to figure out when they want to start sitting starters. Because I'm telling you from now, if you are banking on Mitch Trubisky beating the Green Bay Packers, I have some land I could sell for you because that's not happening. I don't know how many more times Aaron Rodgers needs to beat the Bears for people to realize that the Bears are not going to beat the Packers. And, and, and especially with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. Like, 
Mitch Trubisky stinks. I'm not even going to go off on the guy, but the guy's not good. All right, so I don't expect the Bears to beat the Packers, which means I expect the Saints to play on wild card weekend, and it's really just a matter if they're the two or the three seed and who is the seven seed or six seed. That's all that really matters. Now for the Saints. Possible pro of this. And there really is no pro here. But but here's an, uh, here's one that you can, if you're going to be take an optimistic spin, here you go. You're going to find out a lot about your passing game this Sunday for the Saints. You're playing a really bad Panthers defense who's banged up nonetheless, and you're going to have to throw the football because you're not going to turn around and hand the football to Montgomery and Tony Jones 30 times. So Drew Brees is either going to knock the rust off and be ready to go come playoff time, or we're going to have concerns going into that playoff game. But you're going to get an answer one way or the other. You're going to get an answer. So I, I think that's something worth worth paying attention to. And those are two things between Murray and now Drew Brees figuring out what to do there. Uh, that That's pretty interesting for me. So, again, for the last time, this is incredibly frustrating. You can tell by my voice I am frustrated. Um, but, you know, it's a weird... This whole season has been just a shit storm where you don't know what's going to happen. Who knows? You know what? I guess the only saving grace here is you can't completely make fun of the Saints because the Saints aren't the only team dealing with COVID issues right now. I mean, yesterday the Buccaneers put Shaq Barrett and Devin White on the COVID list. Devin White tested positive. Shaq Barrett's a close contact. And then Shaq Barrett's wife subbed Devin White on Instagram saying he was being reckless. So maybe it's just an NFC South thing. I don't know. But this is not, the Saints are not going to be the only team in the playoffs to deal with COVID issues. Because when you don't put a bubble, you have problems. You're going to have problems. Because you got 53 different guys with 53 different stories as to where they went the night before and what happened and their route to get to practice. Like, that's, that's the fact of all this. So, we'll see what happens, obviously. Tomorrow's game is going to be interesting. I'll obviously be live tweeting it per usual. But... Basically, this is my final thing to tell you guys. The Saints are going to scoreboard watch. They're going to pay attention to the Bears game. They're going to pay attention to the Seahawks game. And the minute one of those things they need, need excuse me, just doesn't look like it's going to happen, you start resting starters. It's that simple. Football is a war of attrition, especially this year. More than any other year, football's just a game of attrition. And if you're the Saints and you see that the Bears are not going to beat the Packers, and I'm telling you, that's going to be the case, yank some of your starters. Does Trey Hendrickson need to play? Probably not. Does Cam Jordan need to play? Probably not. Does Demario Davis need to play? Definitely not. So you pay attention. Marshawn Lattimore, take him out if you need to. You know, with the way the Saints have been going, you don't need bad luck to strike again. I mean, we're, we're over this. So you pay attention to the scoreboards, and you figure it out. Now, in the event because I'll give you guys a little hope here, because I don't want to be a total douchebag here, in the event that the Saints do have a chance to get the one seed, that would be, for me, that that would literally change the course of everything. Because if the Saints got the one seed, you're talking about them getting that extra week off, and now Gardner-Johnson's back, and Kamara's back, and now you're rolling. Like, you are are in a perfect situation. But we don't know if that's going to happen, so only time will tell what happens there. But it really is fascinating to see what would happen in that case. Um... So we'll see, obviously, scoreboard watch, hopefully still beat the Panthers regardless because the two seed is more important than the three seed. I know you guys don't think that, but I'm telling you it's important unless the Saints like a matchup better. If the Saints like a matchup better, then the Saints could actually go, hey, we're going to take the um, three seed instead of the two seed, which could happen. They've done it before. Um, But I I think you want that two seed. You get that extra playoff game at home 
if you take care of business in wildcard weekend. So again, guys, a frustrating time. That's going to do it for my little rant on this whole COVID situation with the Saints. Ridiculously frustrating. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Week 17 coming up. Season flew by. Where'd the time go? Who knows? Uh, 2021 looks to be as much of a bitch as 2020 was. So that's, you know, refreshing. Great on that. But I wish you guys well. I'll, I'll tweet about the Saints game coming up for sure. And I'll have more con- uh, content coming out. Uh, almost dropped the C word over there. More, more content coming out uh, for you guys on the Straight Up Saints podcast and also Sports Overtime with Nader this Wednesday. So stay tuned for all that, guys. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Let's hope the Saints still get this W. And let's hope this COVID nightmare just comes to an end once and for all.